All right, welcome to another exciting episode of Adulting Poorly. Today I'm being joined by my buddy Dan, who is going to kick down some knowledge on not only the Russell Wilson deal, but we're going to get into a little bit of the Seahawks draft, the state of the Mariners, and then one of my favorite things is we're going to actually do a vertical tasting or a tasting of the new Truly lineup that you can get at Costco. Within this lineup, you have their lime flavor, which is pretty good, but that's standard. Um, you get their grapefruit, which is also standard. But now you get wild or black cherry. I can't wait to fucking taste that. Mango, which is now my shit. Like this is, whew, I want to put rum in it and get drunk really fast. Wild berry. I've never tried that one. Sounds okay. And then finally, we have pineapple, which is good for what you know it's good for. All right. So, Dan. Yes. Going to start you off the way that I start everyone off. I'm going to go through a couple of quick questions. You answer them either quickly or not. Okay. Okay. Now, let's start with this one. Would you let your daughter date a guy that called you bro? No. Okay. Not a chance in hell. Not a chance in hell? No. What if they used a term like getting it wet? I would walk him outside. <laughs> he would never enter my house again. <laughs> okay. Oprah, Rosie O'Donnell, or Mitch McConnell? You got to kill one, fuck one, marry one. Ooh. Mary Oprah. That's that's. She's loaded. You got, <coughs> you got it. <laughs> but who do you kill? Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, and you're fucking Mitch McConnell. I would. Oh, wow. He's he's, he's fucked us for so many years. He's he needs to get fucked. That's a deep D. Yeah. For Mitch. Yeah. Hey, Mitchy. Turtles going back in the shell. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Did you see Brokeback Mountain, Mitch? <laughs> By the way, Brokeback McConnell. <laughs> that movie. Totally unbelievable. He spits on his hand once and then he's in there. That's totally unbelievable. Sorry. True, true statement coming up here. I've never seen it. You've never seen it? <laughs> I've never seen okay. it. Okay, the scene of scenes where Heath finally gets down. Yeah. And, you know, Jake Hall presents. He literally spits on his hand once, rubs it on, and then he goes right into him. Like, <laughs> not only is that rude. It's raw, that's a raw dog. That's completely, like, not reasonable. Yeah. That's not true. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Moist towel letter TP. From your from your experience, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I did. You got to at least three pounds of lube if you're going to get it in there, guy. Yeah. That thing's watertight. <laughs> Moist towel letter TP. Uh, TP first. TP second. Moist towel let. TP third. TP fourth. Yeah, that's yeah. the way to do it. That's that's correct. Two one one. You you win. That's correct. Yeah. Um. Thing that your wife most most hates that you do. Uh, I don't finish projects around the house. I start them, I progress them, and then I get busy. Then I get busy with other stuff. Got it. Okay. Well, your house looks really good right now, though. I finished a few. Yeah. Okay. You're being a little bit hard on him, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> True though. Uh. How many fingers is too many fingers? Six. Six? Mm-hmm. Okay. But you would take anything underneath that? Yep. Okay. So you're six. good. A I'm fist is good. I'm terrified of six-finger men. <laughs> terrified of six-finger men. Princess Bride? Yep. Fucked me up my whole life. Yep. If I had that doctor, I would never go back again. Uncle Tickle Fingers. All right. And any man alive, which one's okay to have sex with? For who? For you. Oh, for me? Yeah. Well, we just said Mitch McConnell, didn't we? 
All right, yeah, you got me there. <laughs> That's more of an anger bang. It's like you're trying to prove something. Who's the one you could tell your friends about? Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, I caught a finger from Ryan Reynolds. I get a T-shirt made that said that. Yep. In fact, I'm making those as T-shirts. Long as you wore the Deadpool. Deadpool. That's At least part of it. That's fair. That's imaginary at that point. It never really happened. Maybe just the mask. Just the mask. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's get into it. For those of you guys who have uh, actively paid attention, which is only a few of you, um, I've had a real problem with the Wilson deal leading up to it, the way that it was handled, everything. The more I read about it, it seems that the deal itself is actually not as bad as it appears. Especially with the cap hit this year. Yeah, the cap hit this year reduces down to only a million dollars, as I understand it, which could be wrong. So that means there's pressure to get one, two big deals done. Right, but who are the two big deals? Uh, Do you get... Do you get Frank Clark and you double up on bonuses this year? Or are you paying him the $17 million and Bobby $17 million this year? Or do you sign Bobby to a, a long-term contract, which can only be four years because he's 29? Does Bobby get $17 million? Bobby doesn't get $17 million this year. Bobby gets another bonus. It's a big bonus. Yeah. You're, you're using credit cards now. Mm-hmm. Like you're paying each one of them. Upfront money, knowing that you're going to get hurt in the back end. Yeah. I don't know. I would say that there's a pretty strong chance that Bobby stays and Frank Clark is traded. So I've read kind of the same thing. <clears throat> Just because of the draft, his draft stock is at, or his draft pick stuff. His status. trade stock? Yeah. yeah. Is that it's all time high right now? Even though coming off of two shoulder surgeries? Yep. Because he played through it throughout the year. Sure. But if you look at um, the deal, what is his name? Irving got down in Texas? Yeah. Dallas. Irving. Yeah. David Irving? $105 million? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. thinking of Bruce Irving. Oh, <laughs> Bruce like, Irving? Mm-hmm. He, he, got, he got like $750,000. And I think a new car, like a Kia Sarah or something. Um, but if you look at the deal that Irving got in. Dallas, it is $105 million, and it's structured very similar to Wilson's, only in that he gets a lot up front, but he gets about $21 million per year. But if you look at his production versus Clark's, Clark's had more sacks, mm-hmm. and he's played more games. Played more games, yep. Yeah. He's going to want to garner more than that. He's going to want 110 He's looking more like Cleo Max what he wants. Fuck. That's a $126 million contract. And Cleo Mack... They got what two first round picks in a second. If we can get anything, if we can get somebody with a high first that's looking defense, I'll take him now. And we get a high second and a third or a high fourth. That's a lot, but that's equivalent probably to two first rounds. <clears throat> yeah, as far as like the point scale is concerned, mm-hmm. it'd be a one, two, and a three. It'd be the same as two first rounds, or you're getting. A first round this year, a first round next year, and a player. If you're the Seahawks, though, I'd rather take a first. That's what I mean. You're getting and a f- then, No, first now. Yeah, and first now. This year, I'd take a second, and then a third and a fifth, because they're all about draft picks and drafting late in the rounds. True. We don't like the draft high. Because then you can pick up five players just off Frank Clark. Yeah, but then you're hoping that one of them hits like Frank Clark did, your second round draft pick. Mm-hmm. 
It is very tough. Um, potentially, there's like a lot of said that if he signs the franchise tag, he will be able they'll be able to sign him next year yeah. because of the Wilson deal and the way that's front loaded. <clears throat> the cap hits will be lower, but that means that Bobby's cap hit has to be lower next year too, which means you have to sign him this year. But we're also losing next year. We're losing cap hits on Chancellor. Right, twelve point five million, and then we cut Abra outright. I think there's dead money in that. This there's year. dead money in this and this year. Yep. So, but then you have Jaron Reed, and then you have Shaquille Griffin. He's two years out. Bradley McDougal. But here's one for you: about is Griffin that good? Not so far. He got worse last year. Yeah, he took a huge step back last year. In fact, Flowers. Outperformed at Flowers actually outperformed a lot of the league last year, mm-hmm. and that was moving from safety to corner. Corner. So I trust Pete Carroll when he's looking for defensive players that fit his scheme, but I also worry that he struck out a lot too, yeah, especially when it's higher rounds. They've yeah, they they have won more than they lost just because you go back to 2012 with Wilson and Wagner and Turbin and. Bruce Irvin, yeah, like that draft. Every game an F, and they they hit hard. They hit harder than anybody they, they ever have. And that was like an A, A plus. Well, and I don't think yeah they don't they haven't hit since. Not like that. No. Not like that, because you have people that are starting to come on slowly. Mm-hmm. Vanette last year started to show that he's a threat, but he got beat out in camp by Disley. It was good. Well, for one game, Disley looked like the shit. Yeah. He looked like the truth. Like, where'd this white guy that can run like this just come from? Like, everyone was saying the same thing. Like, we don't need Jimmy Graham. And all of a sudden, pop. You're like, well, fuck, we kind of needed Jimmy Graham. <laughs> we got a Jimmy Graham injury. We got a Jimmy Graham Jr. over here that just got sidelined. Yeah. But he's big body if he can play. He's good. But you had him, Flowers, Rashad Penny. To be determined. Yeah. He's shown flashes of brilliance, and then he's shown flashes of ignorance. Flashes of being slow as hell. He's also fucking... He can go fast as shit, too, though. Yeah, but he came off his injury. Oh, yeah. Heavy as hell. He was slow. Then he lost, like, 10 pounds, 15 pounds, and he was quick again. Back in the game weight. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I mean, we don't have much after the fact. Like, that's still pretty good that you're getting that many starters. Yeah. Or, I should say... Two starters and a contributor, and then one starter went out. Yeah. But we've kind of, we don't have anybody that's really a strong safety, or I should say, strong free safety. We have a strong safety um, in McDougal, but we don't have a really good free safety. T3? They brought in Eric Reed for a visit. But he's also a strong safety, isn't he? I think McDougal can switch. He can. He can play free. Yeah. Um, I thought Eric Reed resigned with. Carolina. Oh, no, Taylor Mays. Sorry, Taylor Mays. Yes, Taylor Mays. Yes, yeah. Taylor he Mays. But he hasn't played for a year. I know. He's out of the league. And Pete Carroll didn't draft him. True. It's not It's not great, but he's a name. Um, if I'm bringing in Taylor Mays at this point of his career, it's not to play safety. It's to play linebacker. Maybe. <clears throat> because he plays in the box really well. Yeah. That's what his wife says. Our, our, actually, speaking of linebacker, our linebackers would be freaking awesome. If Kendricks doesn't go to jail? Yes. If he doesn't go to jail. If he doesn't go to jail, you have... We still have Cleetro, too. 
Yeah, he re-signed. Mm-hmm. We also have um, Mingo is still on technically. Yeah. So you have backups, Mingo, Politro, and then um, the other Griffin. Yeah, I forgot about him. Um, who is, by the way, maybe one of the fastest players I've ever seen on defense. Hand down. Hand down, yeah, hand one down. of the fastest. Yeah. Um, but he also plays with speed, but not direction. He's a safety, though, too. He he's, could be. A, I think he could be a safety. I think safety. he's strong. Because so. he's a big hitter. That's true. He's a big hitter. <clears throat> but yeah. I see him more in a safety role than I do an outside linebacker. And I granted, he wants to play outside linebacker. But he played a pass-rushing outside linebacker at Florida, mm-hmm. at UCF. Yeah. And he was a beast. Um, maybe it's because nobody wanted to touch that nub that they came around the corner and was like, oh, he got me with that hand. Yeah. But still, he put it on, guys. Um, so you're, you're okay for two years at linebacker if and only nobody if. Nobody gets hurt. Nobody gets hurt and Wagner. Well, even if somebody gets hurt, you have Mingo that can float on each side. Yeah. Um, Kendricks doesn't go to jail, which is an interesting conversation all in itself. Everybody... What you hear is that he probably won't. Right. But he can also, if Bobby gets hurt, he slides the middle, mm-hmm. and then you've got the other two that are there. I think Kendrick can also be an edge rusher, too, if we needed to. Uh, Mingo's more of an edge rusher than uh, Kendrick is. Actually, Mingo came out of college as an edge rusher, yep. and then everything fell apart for him. Um, but still, you're kind of you're, you're okay there, but we haven't been able to draft really any decent linebackers since Wagner and <clears throat> Wright. Yeah. I mean, granted, Griffin is still kind of a TBD because he didn't get but a lot of time. Have, but here's the thing. If you have Wagner and Wright, do you really need to draft linebackers? You need to draft a third. You haven't been able to fill that spot. True. But is that, with them being healthy as they were, mm-hmm. is that a mandate? It is. It is a mandate because you're in football and you're always one play away from them not being there. True. But they, I mean, you're also having... Richard Sherman and Earl Thomas and Cam Chancellor and all those. Oh, yeah, there. but once they were gone right. and you're trying to replenish, true. you're looking at first, you're looking at your secondary. Yeah. And you're like, oh, we don't have to worry about these guys. These guys are safe. Well, what happened? Wagner didn't play a couple games. At that Every year. Yeah. Just one or two. Mm-hmm. But he's still like high level before and after. But right was the first time you've actually had an extended absence of right. And that really screwed us. Two years. Yeah. In a row. Yep. We really haven't any but person that could come in and play at the level he does. He's a very cerebral player. He's very smart. And everyone says the same thing about him, and it drives me crazy. He's the most underrated linebacker in the NFL. Well, if all of you guys are saying the same shit, he can't be underrated. (laughs) Yeah. So, anyway, moving into this draft. Everyone's... By the way, I've only seen one, one fucking mock draft where they have the Seahawks trading down. Which is what they do... Every year. Every fucking year. So how can I trust you as a mock draft if you don't take five years of history and go... Thanks, Mel Piper. Yeah. <laughs> They're probably not going to trade down. Seahawks, there's too much talent for them to <laughs> trade down right here. But that's the exact reason they trade down. Every year there's more talent. In fact, last year they wanted to trade down again, and no one would trade with them, and then they were stuck taking Penny. But they wanted to take him early second in the round. second round. Yep. Wasn't Dallas they wanted to trade with? Cleveland. Okay. They wanted to trade with Cleveland, and Cleveland said, <clears throat> fuck no, we're good. Yeah. We had a good draft. We had a really good draft. 
So trade partners as it looks right now, and there's been a couple of them that have kind of popped up. One is the Colts because they can move up and grab an edge rusher that everyone thinks is going to be available at our pick. Yeah. So you got the kid out of, um, what is his name? Polite or Polite or whatever out of Florida. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He some nuts. So there's him, Brian Burns. Uh, Florida State, right? It, yeah. yeah. Florida State. He's a tw- he's like 235. Yeah. But he's kind of in that mold. Right, but, he, but he's also in that mold of what we've had in that Leo position yeah. in the past. Like Cliff Averill, everyone had him listed 265. He was not 265. No. He was 245. Yeah. Maybe. Who played opposite of him for a while? Um. Because Bennett was in at about 270, 265, 270. But he played more like a DL. I'm thinking of the guy we got from Philadelphia. D end, 240. Remember. They always had, they would always run Bennett inside and outside. Right. But there was a, we had a pass rusher before April, and I cannot remember his name for the life of me right now. And that. Clemens? Sucks. Yes. Yeah. Chris Clemens, sorry. Yeah. So, Chris Clemens was in that mold. He was 240. Yeah. He just could whine and bend and get around people. Did we sign a... Marsh. No, we have Marsh. Which is, I think, a good sign. Yeah. I mean, no risk. Who, uh, what's his name that we got from Miami that was always always her top pick? He's played this last couple of years. Knees are shredded. Um, playing down lineman. He's huge. Beast. Fluker? No, no, no. D lineman. Oh, D lineman from yeah. Miami? Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a dolphin. He's a top draft pick for the Dolphins. He had major knee issues, a little bit of character issues, got in trouble. Jordan Phillips? Uh, 342 pounds? Deion Jordan. Oh, Deion he's Jordan. gone. Did he go? Yeah. Jordan gone. Where'd he go? Um, They're not bringing it back. Oh, shit. He was probably, what, he was 278, but you're right. He actually came in here and performed after really not playing in the NFL for a couple of years. He's a third down guy. He's a third down guy. But I like Martin better than him. Yeah. I like Martin way better. Yeah. But we have some edge components. Green. Yeah. Had an amazing, like, preseason. Mm-hmm. You were like, where did this fucking kid come from? And then all of a sudden, gone. Yep. So, I don't think we need an edge. They're not going to take an edge. They're going to take whoever they can that they want. <clears throat> yeah. At the pick they want. I bet you they pick somebody like a Marsh type body, body type. Yeah, but he's also in that 245, 250 range. Yeah. Could have played outside linebacker. Stuck to his guns. Hated covering people. Hated, because he was horrible <laughs> at it. But everyone was like, don't worry, we can get rid of Bruce Irvin. We got this white kid with tattoos everywhere. Looks like the Birdman. We're good. Yeah. No, he's good. He's he's really good at getting pressure. Yeah. But he's also really bad at hitting the quarterback late. Yeah. Like, that's... That's already out on him. Like, that's his thing. And that and Magic the Gathering. That's his shit. How you can ruin a score real quick is by put Marsh in, give him a penalty, and then put him back in zone coverage. Yeah. You're giving up seven points. And one, then two. <laughs> we had him on who? Right. That yeah. was the tight end that just scored? Yeah. Got it. Yeah. I think, actually, though, we may look... I say this every year, 
And I'm always wrong. I've never been right on a Seahawks draft pick. Ever. Because I would have never taken Ifedi. In fact, he wasn't even on my radar when they drafted him. I know you don't like him, but he's getting better. He is getting better, but they had to change from a zone blocking scheme to just straight up blocking. But, and they had to change the coach, too. So they went to Mike Solari. Right, but you look, Mike at, look at Ray Roberts, dude. Ray Roberts, when we had him? Yeah. A long time ago? He was terrible at drop step. Terrible. Yeah. And then they changed. I can't remember who the, who the O coordinator was way back then. But they changed coordinators. Changed his game back to what he played in college. Yeah, and he Street. smashed people. Yeah, and he, he left us to Detroit and got a freaking huge contract. And then he sucked again. <clears throat> yeah, then he got heavy. Yeah, but it's he's doing better. Mm-hmm. But when Fluker went out, that was just a revolving door. Of who's going to sack Russell Wilson? Yeah, yeah. He got sacked quite often last year. Now I put a lot of that on our hundred and forty million dollar man. Because he does that little whirly bird shit that everyone's aware of. And then he just gets popped. Because he turns around and he's like, I can throw the ball now. That's my problem with signing him. That's my only problem with signing him. Is that he's not of the body's type. Because he's quick and elusive. As soon as he spins and one of the DN or Ed Rushers or a linebacker that's, that's getting in there. Von Miller is a perfect example. Khalil Mack, perfect example. Those guys... Ear hole him twice, mm-hmm. and he's in protocol. Or yeah. he's got a separated shoulder. Or he is rolled his ankle. That's, by the way, that's... Uh, the tough part is, is that's every quarterback. But more so him. I know. He's not. he doesn't make quick decisions. No, he doesn't. He doesn't get rid of the ball quick. No. So, he wants the big strike. I want to be able to throw... My first read is the guy that's the furthest down the field. Right. Is he open? Is he open? Is he going to be open? Right. Shit, he's not open. Who's my... Don't oh, fuck. That's the problem. He, if, he, if he can't undo that mentality, mm-hmm. this is going to be a bad contract. That's my, that's my biggest fear. Like I said, I hope I'm wrong. Three games last year, and it was only in three, and a few plays in three games, where I actually stopped, dropped my pen, and went... Holy shit, he stepped up in the pocket. Yeah. I, I almost, like, like dropped trowel right there. Like, I almost pooped. Like, it's going to happen. Because he doesn't step up in the pocket. No. And talking about Von Miller and that type of player, like, the way that they come around the edge yeah. is they hold their tackle, and they're trying to get around him, but yeah. they're holding the tackle in front of him to see which way he does his spin move. Yeah. Because they're going to bring pressure right up the middle. Yeah. Because you can over Brit and whoever's on the side of him. <coughs> yeah. Okay. So they just wait to see which direction he goes, and then they're off their block because a Fetty cannot hold a pass block. Nor should any tackle really have to. Well, Brown does it. Brown does it pretty well. Right. But I know Brown's a blind side. True. That's a rare. That's rare, dude. Like a, a left tackle. Most right-hand quarterbacks, you're the blind side. That is, you're the you yeah. are the safety gate. Yeah. But with a quarterback that should have a little foresight into a thousand one, a thousand two, he has no internal clock. A thousand three, thousand four, up to ten. Like that's going to be the, the demise of him. Well, if, he doesn't he doesn't pull the ball down as much anymore, and I don't know if that's a coaching thing or him. He's not pulling it down mm-hmm. and going. The alarm's gone off. I need to run now. Yeah. 
he's not doing that as much anymore. His running yards last year were a career low. Yeah. That so that means he's trying to be a pocket passer. Yeah. But there becomes a responsibility with that. Dump the ball. the ball. You have to, and this is something I've said for every offensive coordinator that he's had, which has only been two to this point. But what I hated about Bitchface, whose name I still not will not say, yeah, is there was never an outlet receiver. There wasn't a just a quick. There, everyone was fifteen yards down the field. Yep. Now, granted, if your expectation is Wilson's going to run on every play, and you're let's say playing man every time, you're stretching the field, gotcha. you're stretching the field, you're just running away. Got it. He's your running back. Yeah. You don't yeah. have a running that back. Runs a linebacker. Awesome. Yeah. You're good. But when people now are like, oh, if we send one guy up the middle and one guy on the outside, he's pretty much toast. Mm-hmm. And there's no one just to dump the ball over because you have a blitzing linebacker. You're always going to eat shit. Yep. Or you're going to expect him to be, do Houdini, spin around eight, nine times after dropping back 15, and then try to run down the sideline to gain four yards. And everyone's like, oh my god, did you see that play? He gained four yards! Yeah. But you could have dumped it to an underneath receiver or a running back that could have gained 15. Mm-hmm. Always been an tie issue. Tie in the flat. Tie in the flat. Shoddy's offense, when he's not running it, he has that guy there. Yeah. And Mike Davis was that guy. And yeah, now he's gone. Now he's gone. But... Jaden McKenzie could play that, but yeah. I would expect that as a defensive coordinator. When I see McKenzie in the game, I'm like, yeah, cover him. Yeah, outlet. By the way, it's not a running play, guys. Yep. And if it is, it's not him. Yeah. <laughs> Wilson's running with it. Yeah. He's, he's not giving it to McKenzie. Yeah, that's what. That's what makes me nervous. Like I don't know, maybe the second year evolution of new O coordinator. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well. Hopefully he'll step up more. He'll make more long passes. But I still think if you look at what we have, we're still going to have to draft an O-line. Two. You think two? Oh, yeah. Fluker is going to be a eight games to 12 games. Okay. Max. Max. Yeah. He's incentivized in his contract as such. You think uh, Ayupati's the same way? I think... Yeah, I mean, he's been hurt the last two, three years. Mm-hmm. So you got two gigantic men. Yep. 340. 340. Yep. These two humongous guards. Yep. Who would be great if they were 10 years younger. And maybe 10, 10 to 15 pounds lighter. Uh, I don't. Potty's always played at this weight, and he's been amazing yeah. at this weight. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't, I don't see Posick being a long-term answer anywhere on the offensive line. He was drafted to be a um, center. Well, that in a zone zone blocker. Zone blocker. He's light in the ass. When people get into him, they get into him. Like, well, let's see what happens. Camp. Yeah, let's I wouldn't see. be. I wouldn't be surprised if he leaves. If he's traded, low round draft he's got, pick. He's got value. He might have value for maybe a fourth rounder. Well, is Cable back with the Raiders, or is he? Might be. He might be back at the Raiders. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if you see him pop up where Cable's at. Cable yeah. drafted him to be his guy. Yeah. Cable's perfect offensive line is five centers. Yeah. Fast, smart guys that understand zone blocking. Slide step and go. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you've got, you're right, two people on the O-line that you're looking at. Britt won't get a third contract. No. He'll be gone. He'll get a third contract with somebody else and sit on the bench after he gets blown up. Yeah. Um, I fans, don't... Fans staying. F- 
Fant is staying, but he's like long-term projection. He may may never be more than he is. Yeah. Which, by the way, is pretty incredible if you think about where he started. No shit, playing basketball in college. Right. Uh, Western Kentucky. (laughs) So football capital of nowhere. Nowhere. But then you look at the defense, or and then the big one is the skill position on the offensive side of the ball. Receiver, we're sketchy. No, we we have two. Two receivers yeah. right now that are under contract and not injured. Right. One is only one you can really count on. Yeah. And he's also light in the ass. If he gets popped once, he's out of the he game for a while. Protocol. Yeah. So receivers that can actually stay in the game, stay healthy. I think Baldwin might be done. More. You got one. Yeah. You got David Moore. And you hope Lockett can make it through a whole season. Baldwin might be done. You're right. Okay. So I've scoffed at a couple of mock drafts that have him drafting a receiver in the first round. I just don't think it's going to be in the first round. Unless. Hardy. That's the guy. I think he is the wild card. Yeah. I think if he drops to 21, they'll be tempted to take him. They trade back to 26 and maybe they take him there. Yeah. But I think that leaves too many draft picks that. Uh, well, I mean, let's see who. Let's see who the draft order is. After us? Yeah. I mean, let's see. It's there's uh, it's Baltimore is after us. The Steelers are before us. Obviously, Patriots are there. Patriots, Chiefs, Rams. Saints. Come on, Xfinity. Talk a great game. <laughs> All right. While you're looking that up, here's what we got to do. We got to jump ahead. We got to jump ahead to vertical tasting. I'm gonna pop the top on all these mother bitches. I'm guessing pineapple candy sweet. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. So I've never been a huge fan of the berry flavors they've put out. Baltimore's 22. Texans, who need receivers, are 23. Raiders, 24. Eagles, 25. Raiders, again, 27. 26 in the cold. So really, I can see Texans... They got more holes than we do. True. They need, they need a running back. Well, they also need a strong safety because theirs just retired. He had le- battled through leukemia, oh, came back. No. What's his name? Um, it's not Ward. It's a. Uh, it's like a three-letter three-letter name. Ali or Ali, I think it is. Yeah. I, either way, he came back from uh, finding leukemia. Yep. Like Eric Berry. And then just decided, you know what, I'm 26 years old, I'm going to retire on my terms. Life's too short. Yeah, life's too short to be playing a game where I'm banging my head all the time. Plus, let's see, he's probably five years, five seasons in, so he's going he's to be getting a pension then. It won't be massive. but It won't be massive, but he's still going to get a pension, yeah. Yep. All right, let's do this. 
So, okay, just to round off, what we've decided is pretty much nothing. We don't know what the Seahawks are going to do because they fucking change every year and they do the same thing. It pisses mm-hmm. me off. I get super excited going through the draft. Yeah, this is why I won't go to the draft, by the way. Because I would get to the point at 21 and I'd be like, just fucking pick a player. There's so many people here. Like, so many people you've heard so many things we'll about. see you on Saturday. Or Saturday. Uh, yeah. And the pick is in. It's a trade. They are now moving down and getting seven seventh-round picks. Like, you fucking assholes. I hate it every year. All right. So we don't know. We just know that they need a lot of things. And the Russell Wilson deal might perpetuate the fact that they're going to have to move down because they won't be able to pay people that are first-round draft picks. Potentially yep. even second. All right. With that said, we're going to move along. There's hey, a lot more to what? The American Alliance League has some players available. That fucking pisses me off. I actually liked that league. I liked watching them. I didn't think they put a bad product on them. I never saw a game. Oh, it was pretty good. It was pretty good because you uh, you can see guys that probably should be playing in the NFL. Like, they had like a grip, like five guys signed in the next two, three days. Well, you had, uh, like Jerome Elliott had seven and a half sacks immediately, <clears throat> um, who played for the Packers for a long time. So he was a 3-4 uh, outside linebacker. He was playing in a 3-4 defense. It was very base defense. And he was beating guys that were really not NFL caliber left tackles. So, yeah, you should have had seven and a half sacks. And he signed immediately as he came out. Um, And then Devin Smith, who played for, I believe, San Antonio. That kid, just watching him play, I'm like, I'm, I'm shocked he's not an NFL team. Because I watched him have two interceptions for touchdowns in one game. A forced fumble. Like, he was all over the field. I think they even had him play running back for one play. Just for the hell of it. It's like, it's like a guy playing all nine positions in a baseball game. Yeah. yeah. But just lots of talent, but just not used. Anyway. Um, but, yeah, you'll see a lot of those guys pop up. You'll see them in training camp. But I think they're you're seeing a lot of them being signed because you have a market like San Antonio. Mm-hmm. I was super excited about having a team. Now their team is gone, so what do you do with these players? Yeah. you got to put them on another team in order to take that fan base and then focus somewhere else. Yeah. So I don't know if a lot of them will make it, but it'll be interesting. A good chance. All right. So here are some of the new flavors that have come out from Truly. Truly, when you want to drink beer but your body won't let you. Um, truly. They're truly amazing. <laughs> they're truly Truly amazing. I am not sponsored by Truly, but if someone out there knows someone that works at Truly, they should really, really, really give me a ring. Um, we are going to start with the Black Cherry. I'm going to let you go first. Okay. Because you're the guest. I guess I'll try it. Mm-hmm. Now, the can itself looks like it has two giant nuts on the side of it. That tastes like NyQuil. Oh, does it? Yes. Fuck, that's usually the problem with... Black cherry, ooh. Oh, tastes like Diet NyQuil. Oh, fuck, man. I don't even know if it's so much NyQuil as it is like um, Robitussin. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Ooh, that'll put you to sleep. What the fuck? That's a big fucking fat no on that one. All right, let's go to the wild berry then. Since we're not on video, what you just missed was Mike shaking his head up and down. Like, fuck no. No, up and down. He actually liked it, so no. secretly he likes it. Okay, we're going with uh, Wild Berry. That was not. This one needs to be good to get that fucking taste out of my mouth. Because this is building in a bad way. That's not bad. It's like a 
fizzy Pedialyte meets Otter Pop. Yeah, it's not bad, but I don't think it's that great either. Like, you're right, it does have it's got a weak taste on it. Mm-hmm. Like some somebody... maybe with the another taste. Maybe maybe it's just the Nyquil Robitussin shit cherry one from four. I don't know. It's very light. What I will say is you can taste more of the alcohol in this one than you can the others. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's good. Not bad. It's not bad. That one needs some more flavor. All right. It's not. It's good because the other one was just that bad. Now here's the pineapple. Oh, I'm really. I got high hopes for this. I've actually had a chance to already partake in this one. Ooh. <laughs> I can't read your face. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, yeah, I take a couple drinks of this one. I kind of I kind of like it. Uh-huh. I kind of like it. I'm a big fan. Yeah, I do like that one. It very much has more of a piña colada than it does just straight up pineapple. Yeah. Now this though is my new jam. Okay. This is my new jammy jam, the mango. I'm excited about this. The mango makes me want to add rum to it and have it like a Full-on beach drink. Maybe. Oh, like, I'm getting, like, the smell of, like, Boone's Farm flashback. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I said Boone's Farm. Oh, yeah. That's our target audience. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> if, it's, if it tastes anything like it smells, yeah. we've got a winner. We have a winner. Trust me. Everyone that's had it so far. Oh, my God. Yeah. 12 packs, sign me up. Oh, I wish they made them in 12 packs. They uh, don't. I'm, I'm reaching across, give them a mic, ahead. but I'm not going to give it to them. Yeah, I'm not going to give it to you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that one's super good. It's probably the best mm. one. It actually tastes like mango. Yeah. And it tastes like a really good sparkling water. Just has the benefit of... Tell you what, if Truly wants to find a sports athlete as a... Spokesperson? Spokesperson. Bartavius Mango would be <laughs> amazing. That'd be good. I think they're probably not looking for somebody who's in um, that league. Here's my thing with this one. I would actually mix this with this one. Yeah. I feel like pina colada. You should maybe take a hit of wild cherry and mango at the same time. And this is good. That's probably the best one they make right this now. This is like the equivalent of like like chips coming out with their flavors. Yeah. Like they'll come out with three. One is amazing. Like yeah. the Ruffles mozzarella sticks. Oh, I didn't even try that. Fucking amazing. Really? Yeah. I knew they had sriracha. Then they came out with like chicken and waffles. Yeah, not, not so good. I didn't think. I was like, how do you make chicken and waffle? It's like there's three of them. One of them's amazing. You're like, I wouldn't have thought that'd be amazing. So like mozzarella sticks, awesome. And they come with one that's like in the middle. Like, it's like, okay. And there's one that's just fucking, why'd you even put it in a bag? I'm going to go back to this one. Yeah, I'm going to try. You're going to try it again? Oh, well, you said cleanse the palate with that thing. Oh, man. Back to black cherry. Okay. Oh, I'm going to plug the nose. Oh. This makes drinking unpleasurable. Or actually, you know what? That was weird. Tell me if it tastes different now. After... After All the mangoes, fruits. yeah. Mm. 
No. Okay. So, I got less of the Robertussin than I did the first time, but then the uh, aftertaste keeps building on you. Okay, let's try this guy one more time. Can you imagine drinking that warm and flat? No. I cannot. That'd be fucking terrible. Yeah, this one's a lot better than that one. But the black cherry is the one I'm going to pawn off on people that, uh, Jeremy. Brittany. Jeremy, you'll love this black cherry flavor. I think it's right up your alley. It's yeah. so good. It's, I mean, whoo, banging, bro. You'll love it. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all we have for this week. Next week will be something completely different. Um, uh, we will maybe post something about it or not. I'm not sure yet. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.